Oh, I'm just dying in your arms tonight. Must have been something you said. I'm just dying in your arms tonight. Guys, I just walked into my own intro. Declan, what's happening? ZVU69. What, what? Jet, oh, I missed that person's name, but it's all good. We are kicking it along, you guys. We have a very special episode today. I hope you guys are having a good weekend. We got Britt in the house already. She's ready to go. I survived the coronavirus. I hope everybody is healthy and anyone who has COVID is feeling better. Um, I feel much better. Uh, I never lost my smell or taste, so that was great. Uh, my two weeks is over. I'm feeling great. I appreciate all the positive and warm messages from everybody. Uh, I heard you loud and clear. We got a good setup. I got a new ring light, you guys. How am I looking? I think my complexion looks pretty good. I got those circles in my eyes. It looks like heroes. I'm like Hiro Nakamura. Hit him, hit him, hit him. <laughs> yeah, guys. So uh, we got, we got, we're, gonna, we're just going to jump right into it. Britt Hurts, the one and only, the flip, the flip queen, the gymnastic guru, the, who knows? She wears many hats and that's what we're going to get to know today. So we are going to get Britt on right now. Hope you guys are excited. Hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. Without further ado, and I want you guys to fill up the questions because Britt is by far one of the most requested per people on this show. So I know you guys have a lot of things you want to know. So fill up that question box. And I promise you, toward the end, I'm going to blast her with some of those. So let's get it. What's up, Isabel? How you doing? We're going to add Britt to the call. This is what you've all been waiting for. This is the pinnacle of the show. The one... Britt! Hey! <laughs> What's up? I love that you said I wear many oh, hats. Shoot. Hold on. I can't hear you for some reason. Oh no. Maybe it's because I got a mic in. Wait one second. I'm gonna unplug this. Ooh, ooh. Wait, alright. Can I hear you now? Oh, I can hear you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I had a mic in. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> That's so weird. Oh man, ruined the whole ruined the whole intro. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. We still got the energy. We're good. <laughs> okay, good. I like yeah. You said I wear a lot of hats. <laughs> you do, you do. I think that you wear more hats than anyone I know. <laughs> what would you someone were to ask you though like if someone were to ask you what what do you do for a living what would you tell them um i do what i love to do every day wow that's <laughs> a great answer right you how know? did you how were you able to get in a position where you were able to do what you love to do every day and what do you love to do Britt? what do you love um so basically i worked my ass off to get into this position um i always I always wanted to do something different. I always wanted to entertain people, make people laugh, make people smile, That's make awesome. people happy and inspire people, especially to be healthy and move and show that it could be fun to like move your body and you don't need to go to the gym or whatever it is for you, you can do. Um, so I had a really, a really low point in high school, which was hard for me. And I, I just woke up one day and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. I got to set some goals. So um, I had a goal of being a national championship collegiate cheerleader. So I went to one of the best college colleges in the country for cheerleading, which was in really Texas. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, there's actually a show on Netflix called Cheer. My sister know. watches that. Yeah, I went to that college in Texas. Wow, really? Yep, in wait, 2014. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot of people don't, but. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wait. So. How do you, because a lot of like different types of sports, um, there's kind of a, like a recruiting process and whatnot, but how does it work with cheer? Because 
it, does it work on the competitive circuit or do you get scouted or it's like, it, it depends on how your team do. How do you even get like a college to look at you in that sort of sense? Um, so basically this college is very known for their cheerleading team. It's really only known for their cheerleading team. Yeah. So it's hard to make the team. Um, even back then before they had the show about it. So I had to send in a video before I could even go to the tryouts. Wow. So that video is actually on YouTube. It's called like Brittany Hertz college cheer video or something. What? I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done with this. Yeah. So I uploaded it to YouTube and uh, they liked it. So they invited me down to Texas to try out. And at this point in my life, I have barely traveled at all. Like maybe I've gone to Florida for like, all-star all cheerleading competitions but yeah. other than that never traveled and I always wanted to but I never had money or anything um so yeah so I went to tryouts in Texas and it was going great so before the actual tryout in the morning they let us have like a practice because you're seeing all these new people you're letting them throw you in the air and everything like mm -hmm. when you don't know each other so they they let you have a practice to like meet everyone so that you can practice stunting and the coach was there and during that I elbowed a guy in the face, like really badly. I split his eye open. He was gushing blood. Whoa. He was the biggest guy there, by the way. Like biggest, he was so tall. Like just, he was just huge. And I, I made him gush blood and I was like, oh no, I'm definitely not gonna make this team. Like, oh no. And then everyone like was like, oh my God, you have blood on your elbow. And I looked and there was blood pooling out of my elbow. So here I am. Oh, so you got injured as well? Yes. So I'm trying for my dream team. I have so much adrenaline. Don't even know I'm hurt. So me and him have to go to urgent care. I got stitches. He uh, just needed some glue. And um, I taped up my stitches and I tried out and I did everything perfectly. And like she fell in love with me and, you know, I made the team. But then when uh -huh. I flew home that night, the next day, I couldn't feel my fingers. And I was like, something's wrong. So I ended up tearing my shoulder as well. And I just couldn't even feel it because I was so excited. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What were you doing when you when you hit? Was it just a fluke mistake when you elbowed them like that or? Yeah, so basically I was always an all girl cheerleader. So I had three people under me, usually three girls instead yeah. of one guy. Um, so I was doing a double down. So he holds you up and he like throws you and you spin two times. And I spun with my elbows out instead of like down by my side. Oh wow. It was a mistake, and it was my first time trying it yeah. from co-ed stunt. So, and it's something you need to make the team. Yeah, for um, sure. But during the actual tryout, I did nail it, and I spun my arms down instead of up. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's crazy. So, wait, you said that you hadn't done much co-ed um, before no. you had gone to that tryout. Wow, that's interesting. How 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 pop how popular? Like, I feel like there's a lot more guys within cheer, within cheer than a lot of people would think. Yeah, there is. Um, it kind of depends what state you're in and what like level you're on. Like, you don't see many guys doing like high school cheer. I have yeah. a friend of mine who was on my on our team, but there was always only one guy. Whereas college, um, on that team in Texas, there are actually more guys than girls on the team. Wow. Yeah, I think it was like 13 guys and uh, eight or nine girls. So there were more guys than girls. How do most guys? even get into it like do you know like i like guys is like types of stories are they just something that they like to do from when they were young as well or are they just kind of more like gymnasts natural transit transitioning over yeah so um i mean i know some guys specifically who like wanted to do it for the girls and then ended up <laughs> yeah that's what you think that every guy would be doing it for yeah i know <laughs> so, 
a lot of guys that were in that position. Um, and then I also know a lot of guys who like, you know, just had a friend or a girlfriend or someone that did it. And then like, you know how I kind of taught you guys at the house that one time? Yeah. They sure. were like just trying it at home or like they already knew how to flip because they just knew how and you know, then they just tried out. And then cool. I know that did it, loved it because you become a part of a family and a team and you go on this journey together. So yeah, it's really cool. So that's, that's so cool. So when you're climbing the ranks to be in a position to even try out for something that prestigious, uh, it's more of on like the, it's not through like high school, right? It's more of like an all-stars kind of circuit. Like, is that uh, kind of how you develop like, in, like your own kind of like career within cheer? It's kind of like, it's not within a school, right? Usually. Yeah. So I did high school and all-star. So every day after school, I'd go to high school practice and then I would later go to all-star practice. Yeah. Because all-stars aren't going to like games or anything, right? Because the school is no. more about like cheering for games, right? Yes. Yeah, schools cheer for games and compete. Um, but all-star is just competing. Yeah. So all-star is more like they teach you how to tumble. Like they, yeah. like you're more likely to get way more injured. Do you like it? Did you like it, the competitive aspect of it more or like cheering at games? Because it's kind of like you do similar things, but it's like one's like, a, like one's more of like a sport. One's more of like a, like a, like a entertainment thing. Yeah. I loved competing. That was my yeah. shit. I loved getting <laughs> nervous and seeing the other teams and, you know, just, just that feeling you get because you go through blood, sweat, and, che and tears, like every practice, like oh, someone's crying, everyone's sweating. So people don't see that. And then to compete and do like the best you could do and like seeing your teammate nail that skill is so thrilling. Whereas at games, you're not really risking anything. You kind of do easy stuff that you can, you know, you could do all the time. So it's kind of, I like the competing thing. Games was also fun though, because, you know, it's more of like a community thing and yeah whatever but i love competing yeah well i mean that that's so cool my sister had done cheer her like she started with volleyball and it didn't really like work out for her like she wanted it to and then she started doing cheer which i thought was really dope but then like i started going to her her competitions and then she even mm -hmm. joined a stunt team did you ever do like stunt like that's like a whole other sport in itself and it was like i went to her versus another school and they like there were like points and there were referees and stuff. And I was like, this is so much fun. Like I was like cheering, like going crazy and stuff. Yeah. No, I didn't even know what, I don't even know what that is, but it sounds yeah, like, like it's literally a sport in the league. Now, uh, even the high school leagues that I'm, uh, nearby, like my high school district, they have like, uh, competitive stunt and like, they yeah. have to like, there's like five different like routines or like, uh, that the whole team can do. And if you do it, the other team has to match it. And then you can like send one person out, to do it like, and the other, like the other person ha like that's someone from their team to like to like match their uh like match their trick in order to like keep the points or something it's it was crazy that is crazy yeah. oh my gosh i know yeah i, I wish i, I, I feel like that. it's pretty new so maybe that's why it wasn't when you were in high school yeah i think so too well, i'm just yeah. texting my aunt because she called me so i just want to make sure she keep <laughs> all good Okay. So, okay, so I'm really interested in this. So you went, you made the team, and then did you get yeah. a scholarship, and then? Yes. Wow, that's so cool. And you did all four years there? Nope, I did um, a little over a semester. I ended up leaving and moving back to New York. Um, really? Yeah, I had a lot going on in my personal life, and I was mm -hmm. like, you know what? This isn't what I thought it would be. So I ended up just going back home, and I'm grateful for that because it brought me to where I am now. 
Oh, for sure. Stayed there, I probably would have continued cheerleading, and probably not have been doing what I am doing now. Yeah. Where do you where do, where do you go from there? Like when you cheer, because when you're on the best team in the world, like what's after that? Like po what would be that after that post graduation? Yeah, that's so that that's kind of what I realized. I was like, mm. there really, is nothing. There's nothing after mm. cheer. I mean, you can keep you can coach, which you don't really get much pay. Yeah. Which is something I would still like to do in my future. I would love to coach and help people, but I wouldn't want that to be my main or only job. You know, yeah. I would love to just do it for fun and just help people. Yeah. Um, I've actually done a couple of seminars around the country or nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah, around the country um, and train kids. So I, that's just a passion of mine. I love to like see people attain. Yeah. Um, but there's really nothing you could do. So I left that college and I continued college in New York, like back home with my family. And I still cheered, but much less scale of a team. So at Navarro, it was crazy because if we were late to our class, one person on the team, everyone on the team would have to run for two hours. Oh, and, Yeah, and we'd have late night practices until whenever we were told we can leave. So sometimes we'd be there till 2 a.m. Like, it was a lot. And That's in Texas, right? Yeah, it was in Texas. They don't Texas. mess around in Texas. They do not mess around. It was very. <laughs> what city was it? Corsicana. No one knows what it is. I was born in yeah. Dallas, so I remember how it was with football there. Yeah. And like they just, they, yeah, they don't mess around. And no. you're, you're, you're a pretty like chill person, like because you have a lot of tenacity, and you're like, I can, you're, like, I can tell your competitiveness and your passion, but like, I feel like you might be. That's like you're too chill of a vibe or something like that. Yeah. I was like, I loved like the hard work. Like, yeah, for sure. I actually loved like the running and stuff because I was like, it taught discipline and it was great. But some of it was just a, it was just too much. Like, kind of like because only uh, twelve people make Matt to compete, and it was like your own teammates were kind of like hoping you'd fail or hoping. Oh, that's and right. I, that's the part I didn't like because yeah. everyone would do well. That's I've always been. So it's like hard for me to have teammates you know, hoping and yeah. hoping you don't take their place or so that was like, the shittiest part. Yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, but then it was okay. Like I got to experience it. And yeah. Something that I want to relate to everyone is to always try. Like if you have a dream or a goal in mind, you have to at least try it because if you don't like it or if it's not what you think it is, at least you tried it and now you know and now you know you can go back to where you're comfortable or whatever set a new goal. Yeah, so for sure. Doing. So then after that, I made a, a lifelong friend, this girl, Natalie, at, uh, at college in Texas, and she lived in California. So I went to visit her while I was in college in New York um, during a break. And I was like, I freaking love California. This is the best place in the whole yeah. world, and I want to move here one day. So wow. I started working. I already had, like, one job, but I got – three at once so now i'm working three jobs what were you doing uh i was a waitress um I was dancing at bar mitzvahs sometimes i was doing really weekend yeah wow what's so, that like it was so much fun i love what kind it. of dancing do you do so basically it's like a party motivator so you try to get everyone dancing so like <laughs> wait 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 that's a job yeah it was a great that sounds job. like that sounds like my calling yeah it was so fun <laughs> So like you would just like go like this and then get all the kids to copy you and you'd like switch it up and like up down up clap and like kind of just get everyone having fun. That's so cool. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look into that because I'm going to need to throw my resumes at a couple of those some side hustles. You saw me with the conga line at Cape Verde Rideau. Yeah, you would be great. <laughs> I lived at that for seven years. Are you serious? Seven years. And even wow. when I first moved here, when I'd go home, I would still do them. Because I love to, I love to do it. It's so much fun. So if you're basically there for like six hours. You get to go to the cocktail hour, and if the family's cool, like they let you eat all the food, all oh, the food, yeah, nice. all food you want, and then like you go back inside, like you open up all like the glasses and the lights and everything, and um, then the party comes in. You bring the energy, just make sure everyone's having fun, and then you go home. <laughs> That's so sick. Yeah, so I did that, and then I performed at NBA games uh, for the oh, Long really? Island Nets. Yep. What? That's sick. Yeah, so that all my jobs. I was gonna was say, like, what, did you ever like uh, have any aspirations to be like a professional cheerleader for like a sport, like a Dallas Cow, like because a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader is like pretty prestigious, right? In cheer, or is it yeah. kind of like overrated? I always thought about it. I I specifically did the team I did because. There's uh, the Long Island Nets, and there's a team in Oregon, I think, or some state. I don't know. Which, I can't remember which one it is right now. Maybe it was Maryland that actually have stunt teams or, like, stunt oh, hype man. teams. So they have to do flips and stunts and the dunking, like, the trampoline dunking. Like, that's what I thought was badass. <laughs> yeah. So um, the Brooklyn Nets had one, but it was all male. So me and like a couple other girls tried to get that changed and we went to the audition and I think we killed it. Like I was definitely one of the higher tumblers and I also dunked the ball from the trampoline on my first try. Were you serious? Yeah, and they were very impressed. Yeah, you go straight space jam on those. <laughs> they were very impressed, but they, they decided to keep it all male and then they put all of us and that's what got them to start the Long Island Nets basketball team. Um, so I got to do that, which was so much fun and then i just worked like i just worked all the time like oh and then i was a personal trainer i worked i worked front desk at a gym then i was personal trainer like i just did so many jobs that i like can barely even remember all of them. <laughs> that's cool yeah so i've tried to hit uh 30 grand in my bank account that was my goal to move to, to be able to move out yeah so i was oh, like that yeah. okay for a year of rent and i'll have spare money even if i make zero dollars i can live there for one year and try wow. you know so that was that was what was in my head um was it like did you get a lot of support or was it kind of like because that's a big decision to make especially when you're like straight out from from that age like what was that kind of like um i mean my parents supported me like a hundred percent they were happy that i at least got my two-year college degree yeah so that like meant a lot to them that i had some level of security and that if <laughs> i go back i have that out of the way yeah but they saw, so social media kind of fell into like my lap. Like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be an entertainer, but I didn't want to be an actress. Like I always wanted to be myself. Mm. Um, so it kind of like fell into my lap. Like I had 30,000 followers on Instagram and I didn't even know how to hashtag. Like I didn't know you were supposed to collaborate with people. Like I didn't know anything. Like I just had 30,000 followers on accident. And I remember- You had that before you moved to California? Yes. Oh, and you weren't even thinking like, oh, this could make me money or like be a no. business for myself. Oh, wow. You're just like, wow, I, people must Instagram, like. I looked at Instagram like it was like a diary of like my life. And like mm. I could go back and see, oh, like I didn't have this skill last year, but I have it this year. And like, yeah, that's cool. That's how I looked at it. And it and it grew to 30,000 followers. 
Oh, so this is like what the real turning point was for me. So I had just graduated college and there was the LA Fit Expo and this was three years ago. Okay. I had a flight to go with my friend Amanda and then the day before it got canceled, there was a huge snowstorm in uh, New York and like there were like very few flights leaving to go to LA and ours was canceled. So I was like, oh, fuck, like, we can't go. I, I was like, this was going to be a big, like, maybe I can get sponsored. Maybe I can become an athlete for a company. Like, you know, this could be huge. Um, so then the next day when we were supposed to leave, I called the airline and I started crying. And I was like, me and my friend need to get there. There's an emergency in California. Like, please find us a flight. Like, I'll do anything, you know? Yeah. And, um, the lady just ended up being able to get us a flight. It had like a 12-hour layover in like texas so we slept at the airport um and then we showed up at we showed up an hour before the expo started so we just like got ready got ourselves together and went and this was a huge turning point for me so i had my first like viral video from this expo i actually had two but like one i went from thirty thousand to eighty thousand in Dang. two what what was the video you shot it yourself um or someone, was it someone there had done something uh, I posted it and it went viral on my page, but it was me doing like a bar routine. Like this was like when calisthenics was really big mm. and nobody knew who I was, no one. So all the girls are like going and then I go and like, you can tell they got kind of nervous cause I moved the mat back. Cause it was like a high bar, a high metal bar. And yeah. I moved the mat back and everyone was like, what, the, what is this bitch doing? Like, who is she? Like, <laughs> like, why is she moving the mat away from the bar? So you're I'm like, like, well, you're like, hold my, hold my beer. I'm about to do some yeah, shit. Literally. And I was just like sitting watching everyone. And then my friend was like, you should just go up there. You should just go up there. And I was like, all right, fine. So I didn't warm up, never touched those bars ever. Wait, and I really? Yeah. I did like a whole crazy routine, like did it perfectly. And then I backflipped off the high bar and everyone just like went crazy. Like the energy was so surreal to me. Like that at that moment, I was like, holy shit, like. This was cool, like, because I kind of got that performing feeling again. Yeah. And, like, everyone Wait, loved I can't believe that you had never done that before. And you just, no. went, like, what? How, were, were people, like, were you, like, watching people do it? And then you kind of, like, got inspired? Were you just, like, I'm just going to huck whatever comes naturally? Well, I've, I've trained it, like, a little bit at, like, gyms like Tempest that are in New York. Oh, so okay. Brooklyn Zoo and stuff. But, but like, not, I, like, not, like, in, like, a way that you would be <laughs> learning. Yeah, I just, like, kind of put a little routine <laughs> in my head together, and I just... I just did it and it went so viral and I, I grew to 80,000 subscribers and then I don't know if you know Chris Heria with Venex. Uh, I don't think so. Um, he's a pretty big YouTuber known for calisthenics and okay. I went up to his booth. I didn't even realize it was his booth but I saw a guy doing a handstand and I was like I challenge you to a handstand contest. So I challenged him. He beat me. He was like insanely good but then um, their team like invited me and my friend out to dinner and they Whoa. wanted and I was like, holy shit. I went to LA for one weekend, thousand <laughs> subscribers, got a sponsorship opportunity. And like, I was like, this could be something I could do. Like I could do this. Like I should see what happens if I try. So yeah. I came home from this trip and I got a notebook and I was like, what do I need to do to be successful at this? Because that like, it was just so fun. Like being around all these talented people, high energy, like motivated, driven doing their own thing, working for themselves. I was like, what do I do? So I went home, bought a notebook, I wrote down, buy a camera. 
So I wrote that down. I wrote start a YouTube channel. Like, because I actually have technology. Drew knows that. I absolutely suck. I don't know how to. Like, I have a hard time generally working computers. So <laughs> That's so funny. Was to start. I don't know how to make a header. Like, for the longest time on YouTube, I used the thumbnails that it gave you because I didn't know you could. Like, that's how bad I am. So I just started writing down what I needed to do. Um, and I just started doing it. So I grinded for about, like, five more months and worked. And then I hit the goal of money I needed. And then before I got a phone call from my friend uh, Jack Payne. I don't know if you know him. He's a he's a flipper and a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, so he called me and he's like, hey, we're doing a cross-country tour. And we're going from L.A. to Miami and we're uh, going to trampoline parks and having meet and greets. And I think we'd like love to have you be a part of it. Whoa. I was like, holy shit, like I'm getting flown out to L.A. Like, this is crazy. Like, I'm so down. Like, I'll, I'll drop everything. I'm coming. So I did that and I met up with them in L.A. and we go in an RV. It was like seven guys and me. And I barely knew most of them. And we just had a blast and we were all collaborating with each other, making a bunch wow. of we got to meet a bunch of kids and help them learn tricks. And like, that was, that was so much fun for me. So then I go back home and then he calls me again. He's like, Hey, there's an event called FlipCon in Vegas. They would love to have you there. So I met up with a bunch of other creators there, like uh, Austin Ray and his girlfriend, Julian. Uh, they're awesome people. And just other people that kind of do what I do. And I was just like, Holy shit, there's more people like me out there in the world because you know, back where I'm from, no one, does this like if I were to do a at a party they'd be like that girl's looking for attention like whereas in my mind I'm like that was the coolest setup like I want to do a flip off of it yeah so it was so cool to find people that were like wow. like had the same energy and like love to do what I do I was like this is the coolest thing ever and it just made me want to move here more <laughs> like um, had you and then like just the fact this is a flip con it's like it's something that yeah. was made for like you did were you aware of any of these things before <laughs> You didn't know? Oh, wow. No, I didn't know. So, like, everything just kept coming to me. Like, like, like it was nothing. And in my head, when I was a cheerleader, I was like, there's, where can this get me? I want to flip. I want to fly in the air. I want to do all this stuff. But, like, how can I make a living while I'm still doing it, you know? Because there's nothing, like, with cheerleading that you can really do that gets you successful. Mm -hmm. So, I wanted to find my own way to do it. So, this was, like, way before TikTok, way before... Most people did YouTube or anything, you know? Yeah, so for sure. This was, like, three years ago. And um, so then I moved in with the Flipper guys. We had a company called Grab. Um, oh. And we, like, had a house, and we put a floor in it. You know, it was great. It was fun. That's it. That, that lasted, like, two months, I think, I lived there. And then I was sleeping on my in my friend's basement couch for, like, a month until I found an apartment and, like, a room and everything because yeah. my roommate already had a place and then I was like hey look like, let's live together and she was like you know what let me see if I can end my lease early and like let's do it so yeah then we moved in and then my YouTube channel really started to grow like once I moved out here and I met other YouTubers that knew how to make thumbnails and you know knew yeah. how to, like film the right videos and make the right titles because I had no idea what I was doing and YouTube yeah. growing and it's just been up since that. Dang, that's insane. It's crazy how, like, 
little decisions and it all goes back to what you're saying with like you just following your heart and trying things like it just would snowball into manifesting into like things that you would want not the fact that you would even like see like the end of what it was going to be but the fact that you just put your heart into whatever you're doing and like being bold and like going putting yourself out there was able to like help you accomplish all these amazing things yeah it's so yeah. like that's like what i really wish like everyone would do because I know so many of my friends from like home or yeah what did your friends think when like all this crazy stuff were happening to you is it like it's like because like I mean I, I always say this like I grew up in California so I mean like obviously there's a lot of like big people out here and there's like it's like a, a really like you know how it is it's, like a lot of people just like kind of like chasing their dreams and stuff and there's like a lot of yeah. opportunity for like media and stuff but when like like when so like it's not really like not that nor uh, not normal for people like from where I'm from like like san diego area to like go to la or something but what's it like to the people that you know when you go for all the way from like new york or, or, so, or like even like texas and like do the same thing yeah uh first i got a lot of shit for it actually really yeah before i was successful wow so actually i told you that first time i went to california with my friend from college i put in my instagram bio uh world traveler and I started posting inspirational posts on my page, like with like long captions, like yeah, everything. And they were like, you went to California once, like you're not a world traveler. And I was like, I'm going to be. Like, uh -huh. I'm going to be, I'm starting now. Like, I'm going to travel the world. That's and so they're like, well, you're not, like you're trying to make it seem like you're better than everyone else. And I'm like, no, I did that for myself. And now today, like I've gone to Israel, I've gone to Bali, I've gone to Australia, I've gone, to so like so many places and right. I would still be doing that if COVID wasn't a thing like I would still yeah. be because like that's the coolest shit to me like I've gone on a couple cruises and then every country I'm, I go to I always try to make friends with the locals and so some of these cruises I went on I like took little scooters and then tried to meet locals and one of them taught me like capoeira and he like drew a circle in the sand I don't know if you know what capoeira is no what is that uh, it's like a form of fighting from like way back in the day. Oh, so basically like, the history of it, I, this is why I think it's so cool. Um, they weren't allowed to fight. So they made it like a dance party. So they would play a specific type of music and they would wear all white because if you got dirty, like you would get caught fighting and you'd get in trouble. Mm. So like the whole point of it is to stay on your feet and like, okay, let me get up and try to- Yeah, let's see the demonstration. Okay. Wait, Chris, I'm kind of scared of you. <laughs> Like, I'm not, like, we're, we're pretty cool, but I'm, I'm never going to mess with you now. I don't want any cap and I don't want to punch dance moves on me. Okay, can you hear me? Because my mic's on the table. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, so you draw a circle in the sand, right? And they, and the whole point of the game is to, like, mind fuck your competitor. <laughs> I the whole time. So I'd be, like, looking you in the eyes, and you start with this little, like, jinga, and then you can do, like, kicks. But the whole time, you want to make sure you're, like, looking someone in the eye. Whoa. And then you could do, like, cartwheels. And, like, I've never done it where you actually contact the person. Because, like, when it's you're... It's kind of, like, sparred or whatever? Yeah, you, you don't really touch. But it's, like, it's just really cool because it's... Yeah, that looks like some Bruce Lee type shit. Yeah, it's it's super cool. Um, that is dope. Like, yeah, so you always like, even the fact you could do those kicks, like... You could, I feel like if, if you were to not, I mean, obviously you don't need to now, but you could have been like an MMA fighter or something. I did karate when I was little. You did? Oh yeah. yeah. I remember you showed me that when you were really little. I was, was like, like going real crazy. <laughs> I was doing crazy shit. I like, 
I like kicked a guy that was double my size out the door. Like we were sparring and I was in like first grade and I like kicked him in his belly and he went out the door into the room with all the parents. Whoa. And he like just flew back out the door. And everyone looked at me and I was like, oh shit. And I didn't speak either. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I was so shy. I never wow. spoke. My gymnastics coach, I did gymnastics, cheerleading, uh, soccer, dance, basketball, karate. I don't know if I said that. I did like everything and no one ever heard me speak. The people on my team would say like, are you mute? And I'd be like, Whoa, that's so weird because you're like so you're like one of the most bubbly, like outgoing people I've ever met. I know. And it's that, crazy. Was there like a certain like, when that did that change when you started like doing like more team sports or something, or like did it just develop in you like when you were like growing up? I think it started when I joined cheerleading. Cheerleading was the last sport I ended up joining. Yeah. Um. So it started with that, and then I think what really helped me was all the jobs that I got. Because winter thing, you need to talk to people. And, you know, I hit a point in my life where I told you, like, it was, like, very, very low. And after that, I was like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. I'm going to be me. And if you don't like me, I don't care. I like me. And I like my friends. And they like me. Yeah. That's all that really matters. So awesome. I, I kind of hit that realization. So, like, now I can walk into any room with confidence and, you know, really – it's not that I don't care. Like, obviously, everyone wants people to like them. But if they don't like me because I'm being happy and I'm having fun and I'm dancing and I'm flipping, like, then I know that's not my problem. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I just, I don't know. I just realized, like, you can't, you can't, uh, like, destroy your own life and, like, not let yourself have a good time because of other people. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, how do you think that, how do you think, because I, I totally agree and I feel the same way, like, um, it just, it, it made my life so much better when I, because obviously you're never going to not care what people think. Yeah. But like it, it just makes it so much better when you can like let go of the fact that people have like certain standards that they want to put on you and like make you want to act a certain way. But if you just want to be yourself, like it always just ends up being better. And then they like, find people that like let you express who you are, but everybody it's else is kind of just like, Oh, you're like, you're late. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're being extra. But it's like, you're just doing you and having fun. Like, yeah. how do you think that people, like, why do you think so many people have such a hard time, like, being able to break out of that? You know, I feel like with, like, society these days and social media, like, everyone looks perfect. Mm. Or at least tries to, you know? Yeah. I, No one shows the flaws. No one shows, like, the hard times. No one shows you know, all these pictures are edited. There's, you know, just so much that's fake and that, or just not shown. That's real. That's not shown. Like, you know, I wake up and I'm super depressed sometimes and I'm sad. And on those days, I don't feel like posting and I, I don't. There have been a couple of times I've been vulnerable on the internet and cried, you know, and expressed things that were going on in my life, but I don't do it often. And I don't think people do that enough. And so people... You know, especially out here in L.A., like, you'll see, you know, like, first time you met, like, the Funk Bros or, like, whoever it was, like, you're probably like, oh, my God, these guys are living the, their best life. They're building these crazy things. They have all this money, like, whatever. Like, you think they're this perfect person, so it makes you want to be perfect as well. Mm. But in reality, you're only perfect if you embrace your flaws. So, like, even you, like, at the wedding, like, you were so much fun, 
and like no one else did what you were doing there and like everyone loved you you were like the number one fun person at the wedding and <laughs> we you wouldn't out. have been that if, if you were too scared to show that side of you yeah that's true and that yeah that, thank you by the way but yeah it's it's true and i remember like making i think it's just a mental decision someone's gotta make because i remember being like in like middle school or high school and like people were like not dancing and stuff and like you know getting mm -hmm. laughed at for being the person like go out there and like have fun but then having so many people have fun with me it's like just always like the joy that you'll bring to yourself and other people always outweighs like the people who will hate on you right? yeah exactly yeah. like it's not worth it, like caring about what they think and you know it took me a long time to realize it but i'm happy i did like yeah even um like a year ago, uh, I performed at the Challenger Games, like Logan Paul's. Oh yeah, yeah. You 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 went there? Yeah, I performed. Come on, baby. Oh, you performed. Yeah. So that's that Drew. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Dude, I haven't seen you guys in a minute because I got the Rota. Uh, <laughs> What's up, Drew? What's going on, brother? You brought me one. Whoa, you guys are sipping the wine. Okay. <clears throat> How's it been? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm, how is you guys have been going all over? Oh my gosh, yeah, we've been freaking traveling so much, traveling. <laughs> dude. That 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 like hole you went in in Florida, mm -hmm. what was that? Devil's Den. Devil's Den, yeah, it's like Whoa. this brown like snorkeling scuba diving hole. That was yeah. literally out of like Surf Stuff. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but they go yeah. to like this underground cave thing. Like I was like, bro, I need to go there. It was so fun. It was really it was fun. So sick. I fully tricked him. He thought we were going to go um, cliff jumping. Cause I... Yeah, I thought we were going cliff jumping. Was... Oh, can you not jump from there? No, I wish you could have. <laughs> wow. Well, look at this, you guys. We got Drew and Print. Like, <laughs> what? What's going on? <laughs> this is crazy. You guys you know, already had Drew on here. We had, we were getting a little sauce, but we had a good <laughs> conversation as well. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm on the phone with Joe. Okay. Later, Broski. Just appearance. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Look at the content I bring to bring to people. <laughs> I got I got the world's I got the the internet's the cutest couple on. Even got oh. a little smoochy in there. <laughs> well, uh, that kind of makes me uh go into a question that I was thinking about what you were talking about, and now that we just saw Drew as well, as a person who had never really like done like much of technology like you didn't really like know a lot about it you didn't really care for it what was it like to kind of have your personal life displayed on social media is that kind of like tricky now to like have because it's a rare thing like I see it with like Hannah and Corey like most people don't know what it's like to have so much about their lives and like their relationships like publicized what mm -hmm. is that kind of like like what are the kind of the struggles or like are there benefits to it as well like what do you how does that affect your life I like it Personally, really? I think it takes a certain <laughs> person to do social media. Yeah. And you either like, you either can embrace it or you don't pretty much. Like, I like it. Like, me and Drew have so much fun filming. You know, sometimes it gets overwhelming and it feels like a job, like when we're trying to help everybody. Yeah. Like, let's say we wake up, film a Funk Bro video, and then, you know, Corey wants to do a bit, and then Dre wants to do a bit, and then Drew needs to do a bit, and I need to get my video up tomorrow. It's like, that's where it gets a little bit too much. Um, but the whole aspect of showing our relationship and stuff, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother him. Like cool. you kind of see it for what it is. You know, we don't really act up, like act differently on no, not like, at all. 
we kind of act the same. I mean, obviously, like, we have our good energy days and our bad energy days. <laughs> yeah. but, like, there's really, we haven't, I personally have any downsides of having a relationship online. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's also, like, it helps that you guys are so, like, authentic. Because yeah. I've seen, like, different types of people, like, portray themselves differently online. But you got you and especially in your relationships is basically, like, Nothing ever, like, turns off or on, like, whether, depending on whether the cameras are on or not. Yeah, no. If we're having a bad day, we're not filming. Yeah. Uh, end of the end of story. Um, I want to be, like, the best version of myself, and I can't be that if I'm having a bad day. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, we we love it. It's great that we both do it. I feel like if it, we were in a relationship where he did it and I didn't, or I did it and he didn't, it would have been harder. But I feel like it kind of is more beneficial to have a partner that does it because you always have someone, like, on your team that's, like, helping you. Like, hey, pick up the camera, film this. This is funny. Yeah. Or, like, I want to surprise him. And, like, it's a win-win because we can go on a great date and have fun. And you get a video out of it. And then he can get a video out of it. And then we make more money to go on more crazy dates. And then it's just, like, I love it. You're just pushing each other to, like, make life more fun. Yeah, and he helps me so much. Like, yeah, he helps true. with every single thumbnail he makes for me because I don't know how to do that stuff. <laughs> so, in return, like, I'll cook him dinner or something. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just, like, trade off and, like, help each other. Yeah, that's which, awesome. Like I said, I always love to be a part of a team. So, like, for it's sure. nice to have, like, a teammate in, in this, you know? That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really That's so cool. adorable. You guys are like life's teammates. <laughs> how, did you, how did you and Drew meet? Oh, we met on a cruise. Really? Yep. Wow. So it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't through the Funk Bros? Uh, well, no, actually. We met wow. on a cruise. It was like an influencer cruise. Cruise. Like, that's a good first place to meet somebody. Right? That's I, a good place. They like turned them down. Wait, really? Yeah. Um, you turned him down? Oh, no, not the boy Drew. <laughs> it's a time and place, you know? It wasn't yeah, like... of course, of course. I was like, that was, was that was two Januarys ago. We met on this cruise ship for, like, this whole influencer cruise thing. Um, and we were doing flips together. We got, like, in trouble because we were flipping on this part of the boat. You're not expecting <laughs> on. You should have known right there. Yeah, right. So we were just having like a blast, um, but then he bought me like a shot at like the club one night, and I just like kind of took it and like ran back to Miranda and like took the shot with her. <laughs> um, but you know, I I wasn't looking for a relationship at that time. I had just gotten yeah. out, so I was just trying to have fun and meet everybody and hang out. Yeah. But then he he was getting moved into the Thumper's house while we were on the cruise. Oh, and okay. I didn't live in California yet. So I back and forth from California for all those flippers when he was living there. And then I went to the Funk Bros with the flippers and met him again. Mm. And then I kind of got closer with like Chelsea and him a little bit. And then we all started kind of just like hanging out, going to Monica Church and going to Saddle Ranch and like all those places. Yeah. And then right before COVID, like we just started really liking each other and then that sucked because we just like started liking each other and then the next week there was a lockdown and the funk bros were being super oh, you no know, yeah. because they were just being smart and being cautious they were like look no one in that's it like 
because no one knew how severe this was. So I was like, oh, no, like, I like it. But now I don't know how long we're not going to be able to see each other. Like, yeah. it was the same. Um, but then he ended up convincing them to let me come after me and my roommate quarantine. Then I stayed there. And, yeah, it's been history since. <laughs> That's cool. See, you got fellas, if at first you don't succeed, there's, <laughs> always, there's always a potential chance. Yeah, maybe. A year. Your boy be getting friend zone like, <laughs> like crazy. So, you know, I just got to stick it out. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, stick it out. <laughs> I got, I gotta have a national pandemic. Yeah, bring me closer. <laughs> but now we're seeing like transitioning out of the pandem pandemic because we never were together. Yeah, that's interesting. Alone and like mm -hmm. living, so like it was so weird going back open like as a couple because I don't know. It felt like we were dating for over a year because we were together every single second for like months. Yeah. And then going back like out into the world and like seeing your old friends, you're like, holy shit, this is a big transition. That's probably that's probably almost better because then it's like you can you can grow with someone like really close, and then you can go like expand and do things with each other that you weren't able to do. Yeah, it's cool. That's pretty cool. Meeting my acro friends and learning. Yeah. How and I've been meeting like other of his friends and his family and my family and. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Acro is really fun. Like I've, I, everything you've taught me, I've thoroughly enjoyed. And I know you're, yeah. I know you're impressed when I could one man, because that, that's not an easy skill. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm very impressed. So all you ladies out there, just know that I can hoist you <laughs> onto my shoulders and press. Yeah. With the, with these with these traps, you boys got the skills. I know he was very good. <laughs> yeah. See, I got the I got the Brit Hurts voucher, guys. So he does. He kills <laughs> um, it. Where, uh, how, how did you get so, have you always been really flexible? Because that is the thing that boggles my mind the most about you, like, your physical capabilities is like, I, I've, I've tried to touch my toes my entire life, and I've never been able to. Like, one of the athletic trainers in college told me I was the stiffest person that he's ever oh, seen no. in his entire life. I know, which which why we got to get on the stretching routines. Yeah. I did, I did that, that split machine, and Britt has this, this machine at our house, guys. And yeah. you sit down and you put your legs into it, and it basically like it's like a medieval torture device. I can that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to. And I tried to go on there. I went like two notches, and I thought I was gonna rip my ball sack or something like that. Yeah, I'll show you real quick. Now let's see that, because can you? You could probably go all the way to the final click, huh? Yeah, you guys see that? Look at that <laughs> thing. It looks like torture. No man should ever should ever sit in that chair. He looks so comfy. Oh, Drew. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So wait. So were you always? Did you have? Did you have like a stretch routine, or were you just not always natural? Naturally. I was. Uh, I wish. I was meant to be a gymnast. Okay. I was on my stomach, and the nurses were freaking out because um, they're doing a sonogram, and I was climbing her umbilical cord like a gymnastics rope. Whoa. And then I came out and I was, I started walking early, running early, and I was doing splits. I didn't even know what they were. I was doing them. I would walk up and down the stairs in a back bend. Every time I went up the stairs or down the stairs, it would be in a back bend. Whoa. Or the other route. That'd be terrifying if your parents, like, <laughs> in the middle of the night, you were, like, getting some milk or something. You're no, like, <laughs> no, they knew I did that. And then I would, or my alternate route was, Climbing over the railing and like climbing down like the railing to the floor, so not even going, touching the stairs. That's incredible. I was just wild. I always was able to do splits. 
I taught myself flips on my sister's bed like it was a trampoline. Like, what? I was just nuts as a kid. <laughs> who are I? Were your fa any of any family members that were like similar in that, or is that you just unique to who you are? I don't know. Like, my dad played soccer. He was pretty fit, but my dad's seventy-five. Wow. So Go and then my mom was cheerleading captain, but that was also like way before cheerleading. Like she did front walkovers, back walkovers, but it was way before cheerleading evolved to what it is now. Mm. But cool. now, have you seen the movie Soul, the new Disney movie? Yeah, I watched it. I fell asleep for a little bit. Oh, I watched it. It was really. I good. just watched it today. It just reminds me of uh, like with you, like saying that you've just been doing it your entire life. Because you know how like they said that everybody has like the spark or whatever, mm -hmm. and like they're they're destined to be, and they're like all finding their thing. That's yeah. what it was for you. Yeah, it was definitely that, and that's something that I'm proud of because I have never changed who I am. I've always been a girl that loves to flip and move around and get creative with her environment, like. I used to, like, at four years old, I would walk up the stairs back then, like, and I still do that. So, That's so cool. I've just never changed who I am. I found, like, no one could say that I'm doing this for me or for because I'm the same person that I was since I was. Yeah, that's so cool. So, like, where where do you even go from here? Because, like, you've just been, you just been, you just, do you think about it like that? Because you obviously hustle, you're a super hard worker, even just from knowing you personally, like, you have so, like so many good things going for you and you're just like so fun to be around and you're like so energetic and just su such a fun person to like be doing things with like what what are like your goals now that or do you just take it kind of day by day um i do have some goals i go day by day but basically i would like to pay off the house oh that's cool i'd like to help them out as much as i can because like i said my dad's 75 and he's still working and he's not doing well health-wise, so I would like to stop working, have stress, yeah. and just like, hang out. Um, so I want to help my my parents, my aunt and uncle, like everyone in my family, and my good friends as well. Like I awesome. just totaled her car, so like I just took a brand deal set up towards her car. Um, so, like I love just helping people, people that have been there through day one, since day one, and supported me and that are just good people and they deserve the fucking best. So I just want to help people um, close to me and distantly. I've always had a dream too for like the past like 10, 12 years of helping kids in foreign countries. So like, that's cool. Because uh, I went to Israel and was inspired. I did a handstand or like backflip and there was this kids that were on a school field trip that were from Israel and they didn't speak English. And they were like cheering, like going crazy. So I taught all of them a handstand. I put every single one in a handstand. <laughs> I've never done it, seen it, and I can't even communicate with them because we didn't speak the same language. And they were like, some of them were crying, like so excited, like wow. down. I was like, I want to do this because there's so many less fortunate kids out there in this world that could be the most talented athlete and don't have, you know, the equipment, don't have someone to teach or don't even know it exists they don't have access to tv or youtube or anything so yeah. i would love to go to like four countries and teach kids like gymnastics and like give them equipment so that they have it i think that would be really cool um but That's just so cool well i just want to be happy and be comfortable i've always said i don't want to be rich i just want enough money to do what i love to do when, and like whenever i want to do something 
So if I want to go skydiving tomorrow and bring four friends, I won't have enough money to do that. If I want to go to Australia tomorrow, I just thought of it. Boom. I want to have enough money to do that. And like, yeah, yeah, that's sick. No, that's, that's awesome. It's so cool that you can have like the, the foresight and just like the heart to like pursue what you're doing, what you love, and then like utilize that to even help others. It's, it's pretty inspirational. Kind yeah. of. That's Thank cool. You. No problem. Um, okay. Before we wrap up, I have some quick kind of questions for you. And then I want to ask some of the questions that I saw people have been asking in the little question bubble thing. Okay, um, where's the coolest place you've ever flipped? Like on Everest or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, shit, maybe. Cause you do a lot, you flip a lot of awesome places. Yeah, whenever I go to cool places, I always do a flip. Yeah, you're always like, can I flip there? I feel like that's, that's like a go-to thought um maybe i went on i hiked to the natural the highest natural form pyramid in the world in australia whoa flip there okay that definitely is a winner yeah i was in australia wow i want to go to australia so bad i've never been yeah i was right by the great barrier reef i got to snorkel there too that was really cool okay well we're definitely doing a trip there Um, yeah just tell drew because i'm trying to go you guys since i wasn't able to go to miami was that fun it was so fun. I had a blast. That's cool. I know. I got to go on some trip with you guys. Okay. What, what's the most dangerous stunt you've ever done? Um, or are you just so naturally athletic that you've never been in danger? Because that is a possibility. I guess kind of letting people who don't know what they're doing throw me in there. Mm. Like, I have a huge crazy fail video, but most of them aren't necessarily like my fault. Yeah. Uh, like, I've had a guy literally throw me over his head once when he was supposed to throw me up, and I fell flat on my back. Like, things like that. But I always, like, like teaching people to give them the trip. I know how to fall, so I don't get hurt that often. Um, or maybe, I guess, the biggest thing I did by myself. There was, like, a really high bar on that cruise me and Drew met on, and the cruise was all rocky. And I did a backflip off of it. So it was like a really high backflip onto concrete on a moving boat. Oh my gosh. Maybe that. I don't know. That There's probably be- something crazier, but I can't think of it right now. There's too many to count. Yeah, there is. What's the hardest trick ever that you've ever done or like that you've ever tried to attempt? Um, for me, probably a court. I've done it. Um, so that's like, I mean, a lot of guys it's easy for, but there's, I've never seen many girls do it. Um, it's like a standing full off of one leg. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. This person asked, I'm curious about this cause you're very into fitness. Brazilian zero fifty three one five. Yeah. How much can you squat for it? So before I tore my knee, I squatted two twenty five. Oh, dang. Now I don't go higher than one eighty five. Cause That's I just, good. it's just risk versus reward. I just, I don't want to put that much weight on my knee, but Damn, yeah. 225, like there were some dudes when I played college football and I couldn't even do that. Yeah, I, I, my max was four reps at that weight. Wow. Without the good. spot touching me. There was a spotter there, but he didn't touch me. Dang. You hear yeah. that guys, she, she'll squat and then she'll do the dance Kung Fu <laughs> on you and you'll be <laughs> yeah, The most I ever squatted was, um, was 585. Damn. Yeah, that was crazy. Okay. That was when I was like, when you saw those pictures of me when I was 
like yeah. Superman. We gotta work out together. We do. I can't wait. How has it been without the gyms? Because I feel like you've been staying pretty relatively fit. But you, but like I think you have a good advantage because you know a lot of like cool stuff you can do without a gym. Yeah. I really was like screwed after COVID because the gym was just like everything that I had. No, it mentally destroyed me. Yeah. It mentally destroyed me. But lately, I just signed up at a gym um, in New York, and they have them in all different states. So we went to the gym like four or five times in New York. We went in Ohio. We went in Florida. So we've been trying to get get to the gym. We actually just went uh, two days ago in San Diego as well. So really, I've been making it a priority. Uh, in San Diego, it was, and also hot yoga just opened up in Santa Monica. So I took Drew. Uh, this week sometime it was like a couple of days ago and he went to hot yoga with me so i've been feeling much happier lately because i you saw me a little bit through i was like pretty depressed during a yeah. period of time during covid and Darn i couldn't figure out what it was and i figured it out that it was not working out the way i'm used to it so it just like mentally destroyed me so i'm yeah. happy to have it back in my life a little bit for sure and it's yeah. like it's weird like probably for athletes too it's probably worse yeah because it's it's like i can't even think the same way if i don't work out no and like i tried like me and my roommate would do like little at-home workouts or try to go for runs and we'd i'd go on hikes and still try to stay fit but like i could spend hours at the gym and like playing around on things and like <laughs> i would do a normal workout and then play and like yeah you know stretch and like it's so much harder to be motivated for me at least at home so i like love the structure of going to the gym so yeah, that really for sure and it's so it's so much better to be able to to like physically go somewhere and like kind of get locked in rather than yeah somewhere where you don't usually you wouldn't usually work out like in your living room like you want to just no. lay around so like and it's hard like, without any weights or anything i'm like okay how creative can i really get yeah. to actually get an efficient workout like yeah for sure what do you think like this is something i'm terrified of there's always those new year's resolutioners in the in january that's when the gym is <laughs> worse but what yeah. is going to be the like the covid comeback i'm going to call them the covid comeback oh yeah like what are the gyms going to be like after like with yeah that's going to be there? crazy that's i don't know suck. we're going to have to we're going to have to do some uh... cuz even when i went back to the gym i was like what do i do when i'm here like i could <laughs> i could barely like because it, it's weird when you don't have that schedule anymore. Like, you know, you do back, you do legs, you do shoulders, arms, yeah. whatever. And then, you know, whatever is not sore, you would train. So, like, it was so weird having not trained anything and then getting super sore. Like, I did back and I got so sore. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't think I'm going to go every day. So, like, how am I going to make, like, a workout schedule? Like, what do I do? Like, it's just so weird, like, having yeah. that taken away from me. It, it's going to be... It's going to be weird to get back into a team, but I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm making sure we, like, work out or active, like, like, at least three to four times a week. And, yeah. you know, just try our best. Yeah, for sure. That's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to keep you for any much longer, but this is great. Like, I, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like some of these things about you, but I learned so much about you. Great, you're always yeah. so inspirational and fun to talk to, and I love your energy so much. Mm -hmm. Love you too. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, are you COVID free? Yeah, I'm COVID free. I did the two weeks. Let's go. Okay, let's go. all hang out soon. Yeah, let's do it. I'm so down. All right, we're all going right, skydiving tomorrow. Well. You are? Yep. Where? Paris? 
Uh, I have to ask Drew. I'm not sure. Okay. My brother just got his license, so he's been going a lot. Really? Well, yeah, if you can it. come, I could talk to Drew and maybe you can come. Okay. Hit me with the deets because, yeah, I need okay. to see you guys. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, thanks for doing this. I hope you had a I good time. Guys. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a blast. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Have a Peace. good one. Good night, Britt. Night. Later. Woo! Wow. I knew that was going to be a good one. I'm talking to my mom. <laughs> She's not good. <laughs> what? I was going to like, I, you know, I just want to let you guys know I'm not talking to anyone. I told you this show was shot in my mother's basement, and none of y'all believed me. Okay? But it is. It's not the basement. It's the room upstairs. But it's close to the attic, so I can claim some kind of disappointing environment for <laughs> what I'm doing right now. But I hope you guys like that. Man, Britt is so cool. She's one of my favorite people. Her and Drew. Mwah, the, cup, the, mwah, the cream of the crop. The salt of the earth. Just great, inspiring, fun people. Thank you guys all for watching. Uh, there's nothing to even say anymore because that was just so good. So you're welcome, is all I have to say. I'm just kidding. But Vanessa actually is going back up to college. So everybody wish her happy, safe travels, okay? Or I will find you. I'm just kidding. But I uh, hope you guys are having a wonderful weekend. And I hope that your week is amazing. This was Bobby for real. Britt Hurts, you guys asked for her and I delivered. There's not a single person that you could ask for that I couldn't get on this show. You want, you want the Dano? You want the Donald? He's not on Twitter anymore, so he's probably gonna be on Instagram more. I'll get the Donald. I'll get, I'll get someone, anyone that you want. Conor McGregor, yeah. Okay. I don't know. What I'm talking about running. All right, you guys, have a wonderful night. Thank you. Happy Sunday, everybody. Keep it real, Bobby. For real, the real puns are coming. It's really, really hard not to do them. I love you guys. Make sure you follow my Instagram. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Bobby U. What else do I have? Spot oh, I need to tell you guys. Spotify. The show's on Spotify and Apple Music. Bobby for real. Look it up. We getting legit up in here. Look, I got a mic that I didn't use because for some reason I couldn't hear my guests, but we'll figure it out. I'm using a ring light. Look at the circles in my eyes. Ha, I don't have a concussion, you guys. I just have great quality lighting. And it's only going to get better from here. I love you guys. Hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much to Britt for being amazing as always and being so cool and be ready for next week. Cause who knows who's going to be on. Maybe it'll be one of you. We got another fan episode coming up soon in the works. So if you stay tuned, it could be you, 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 you. <laughs> I don't know how to end this. Mom say something. <laughs> She's embarrassed. No, she's not embarrassed, but okay. I guess she doesn't want to close it up. All right, guys. I'm ranting. I'll see you later. Have a wonderful night. See you guys.